Hi friends, my name is Dr. Radha Krishnan Pillai. I'm an author, corporate trainer, and I have written many books on Chanakya. This podcast is all about learning Chanakya's techniques that can be helpful in your career and your life. You will be successful using Chanakya's techniques. So friends, let's start. Talking about, actually was also mentioned about an ideal king in the Arthashastra. And you know what is the ideal king called as? The ideal king in Ramayana, Mahabharata or even Arthashastra of Kautilya is called as Raja Rishi. Raja plus Rishi. A Raja is a king and a Rishi is a saint, a seer, a, a very realized soul. So in Ramayana, we have a great leader and that is Sita's father called as Janak Maharaj. Janak Maharaj is also called as Raja Rishi. The reference comes in Bhagavad Gita also, where Sri Krishna talks about him. You know, friends, today, your modern way, you're looking at leadership. Let me tell you, my dear friends, the leadership can be learned from the past, from the ancient Indian culture, and also applied in today's generation. So that's what this Facebook Live is all about, Instagram Live is all about. We're going to explore so many aspects of leadership in today's session. Okay. So, my dear friends, Today's book is very interesting. This is my second book. It's called The Chanakya Seven Secrets of Leadership. Yeah, you must have already seen this book. Uh, if not, you can Google it. Chanakya Seven Secrets of Leadership. And you can see the figure is almost, the cover page is almost similar to what uh, was there in yesterday's corporate Chanakya. So I'm going to explain about this particular book. But before we start, I want to tell a very, 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 very big thank you to each one of you. Because the response that we had yesterday was amazing. It was overflowing. I know there are a lot of people, not only from India, from abroad, watching this live. We had thousands of views and, you know, hundreds of questions, more than, I think, uh, 1,200 likes, comments, and, of course, some questions. So we are going to address all these things. So first of all, a great, great, great thanks to each one of you to actually be part of this particular thing. And remember this. This is not the first or the last day. This is only the second day. And there are 14 days to go. And please spread this word across. And the, the figures flashing on the screen is saying that the numbers are actually bigger than yesterday. So, you know, it's already growing up. Uh, and uh, it's thanks to your mouth publicity, your friends, and you've been posting it. Thank you all the promoters for making this Facebook Live and Instagram Live something very, very close to your hearts and promoting this. So with that, and with Ram Nami wishes, let me start. With today's book, which is called The Chanakya Seven Secrets of Leadership. Okay, so friends, before I start about this particular book, let me tell you about the book journey and how this book is different from Corporate Chanakya. Yesterday, we saw about Corporate Chanakya, and we spent a lot of time in actually looking at the story of Chanakya, the life of Chanakya. We spoke about Chanakya, Chandragupta Maurya, Alexander, Dhananand, what is Kautilya Arthashastra? So all the basics you know. But corporate Chanakya was an experiment for me which became super successful. Not necessarily all the first books of the author become very big. I've been fortunate and thanks to my publishers, Jayco and the distributors. And that is where the challenge started when I started, started writing my second book. You know friends, uh, <laughs> when you have such a an amazing entry into the publishing world. You know, a lot of people, and I'm sure all of you also should dream about writing a book one day. But you know, for me, it has been a kind of a dream experience that the first book became such a big success that the challenge was whether the second book will be equally big, whether it's going to be a success. So, you know, it is like uh, your past can be your biggest enemy of future success. Yeah, the burden of the past of, you know, Saying that, oh my goodness, you know, corporate Chanakya is such a big book. Now, what is going to happen with the second book? So, when you have the first book, uh, usually people look at saying that, you know, will the first book be successful? Let me tell you that with corporate Chanakya, I went around uh, doing 14 launches across India. I started doing a lot of programs. And yesterday we saw the 17, uh, 175 chapters in that. So, let me tell you how the second book happened. It was a challenge. And I didn't want to repeat. Uh, book number two as a first book. So remember one thing, my dear friends, you know, I have never written Corporate Chanakya part two. 
every book of mine, you know, I've written 15 books and two audio books, all of them, all of them are original content on a single repeat. So it's not about, uh, you know, repeat, repeat, repeat. So this book, Chanakya Seven Secrets of Leadership, is based on one single sutra or formula given in the Kautilya's Shastra. What is that formula? And that formula is actually a sutra which comes in the Kautilya's Shastra book number six. Remember, Kautilya Arthashastra has got 15 books as a classification. Book number six, sutra number one, chapter number one. It says, Swami Amatya Janapada Durga Kosha Danda Mitra Iti Prakriteya. Repeat that. Swami Amatya Janapada Durga Kosha Danda Mitra Iti Prakriteya. I'll be explaining that sutra in detail. And that is what the whole book is all about. There are seven things put together, and that's what we call the seven secrets of leadership. Okay, I'll explain that. But before that, let me come to the book. When I was thinking about how to write a book and you know what should be the next topic, because somewhere when you have super success with the first launch itself, with the first book itself, it's a challenge how to continue that. So friends, I was waiting, 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 and what magic was going to happen is something which I never thought. So after corporate Chanakya, and to the extent even before corporate Chanakya, I used to address a lot of seminars and programs where I used to go. I used to be invited to speak on leadership. I remember this uh, a Rotary Club of Matunga, and the president at that particular time was Dr. Natarajan. He is a very, very famous doctor. He is an orthopedician. And he just told me that, you know, we are doing a leadership program for doctors. I said, okay, because doctors also are leaders. They run hospitals, they run large organizations themselves. So he said, you know, we are going to actually uh, do a leadership program and why don't you come as a speaker? And as a speaker, I went over there. And can you believe? I was so fortunate that there were so many other leaders who were speakers in that particular seminar. And there was one leader who stood out for everyone else. So people like me are academicians from the corporate world, you know, talking about the theory of leadership. But there was one unique person, a person who sat next to me, and I was privileged to sit next to him. His name was D. Sivanandan. I'll repeat the name, D. Sivanandan. He was the director general of Maharashtra police during that particular time. Said Maharashtra police head, and for all those people who may be aware of this, that we have different levels of policemen, and every policeman is important, right? From the foot soldier that you see and interact with on a daily basis on the roads and in your buildings. But what is very important is that there is somebody who is a leader of the whole police force. The state level, there are many, many high posts, but the highest is called DGP, Director General of Police. So the Maharashtra Director General of Police was D. Sivanandan. So he was sitting next to me and I said, oh my goodness, I heard about this particular person. He was a joint CP crime at that particular point of time when he was made a very glorious person. There's a movie also made on him. It is called As Company. Please watch this movie. I'll repeat it. Company. Where there is, it was produced by Ram Gopal Verma. Very beautiful movie. Commercially successful. But in that particular movie, there was the central character was of course we have Ajay Devgan and various other heroes like Vivek Oberoi. The central strategist in the movie was played by a South Indian actor, a Malayalam actor called as Mohan Lal. And Mohan Lal, the original Mohan Lal's role, actually was of D. Sivanandan. He actually cleaned up the Maharashtra's crime level. He bought it down. A lot of things. So I said, Oh my goodness, here is a person who's sitting next to me. And he's actually talking about leadership. And I felt very small in front of an original leader. Here is a policeman, number one, who had at that particular point two and a half lakh policemen under him. I'll repeat it two and a half lakh policemen and women working under him. So think about the kind of a power that you have to control a whole state. And his biggest responsibility was to ensure safety and security of all the people in Maharashtra. Think about 11 crore people. It is so big that there are many countries put together may not have such a big population. Here is a man, a police head, 
and who is actually sharing the dice with me. In fact, it's the other way around. I am lucky to share a dice with him. So I remember Dr. Natarajan, thank you so much for connecting both of us. He spoke and I gifted my book, Corporate Chanakya, to him and saying that it's a privilege. And he said, Oh, I've seen this book somewhere. I was feeling very nice. So your first book is already recognized. And he started looking it and quickly he said, Okay. And I said, Sir, I would like to come and meet you and learn from you separately. He said, Of course, come. I took all my students of Mumbai, you were supposed to give us actually only half an hour, but he spoke to us. He spoke to us for two and a half hours. Yes, a policeman in power. And then I told him, Sir, I think you have a teaching background. And he said, Yes, I was a professor of economics before I became a policeman, before I wrote the IPS. That's how it clicked to me. Here is a leader who also is a professor who actually has done a lot of You should be my subject matter of research. There's a movie on me. So, sir, I like actually write a book about you with you. So, here comes the secret. Here comes the crux. This is the only book among the 15 books that I've written on Chanakya, which is directly co authored with a person. All my books are actually singly written. I write it myself. But what is important is that this one book, which I actually have written, the second book of mine, is co authored with B. Sivanandan. When I talk about the book, it was very important to actually tell about the person. Please do Google DC1. We'll send you some details later on. He also is currently very active post-retirement and actually running a very interesting NGO called as Roti Bank. It is, it is actually feeding the poor on the road. And today with the coronavirus problem, a lot of you know workers are not able to go back home. They're stuck and he's providing food. On a daily basis, Roti Bank, which was started by D. Sivanandan, actually is serving hot food every day to 5,000 people. 5,000 people, please go and Google Roti Bank. Please donate, support, whatever you You become a volunteer, but important to support him. So my co-author is a strategist from the police department, but also a great human being. For me, he was a Rajarshi. So friends, let me also... One thing it took me at least 200 meetings with him. I just want to repeat this almost 200 hours of meeting with him, sitting, discussing, and we also traveled all over India giving lectures. I remember the Vodafone actually organized our leadership talks for hundreds of CEOs across nine cities in India. So, the opportunity of spending so much time with him, we learned a lot, and it was almost like an investigative journalism. And this is how the book came out The Chanakya's Seven Secrets of Leadership. Leadership, not just theory. But leadership as a practice from the practical leader, D. Sivanandan. Okay, friends, now let me come back to what this book is all about. And how does Chanakya connect? Please understand there are two things. Chanakya, as a person, actually is there from the theoretical format, which I have done. But the real practical application is what D. Sivanandan. Very interesting book for me because I actually got frightened when I wrote this book. Because you know, writing about the theories of Chanakya is very easy, and that's not a very difficult thing. But think about actually writing with a police guy who's telling you all about the information networks and all the, you know, the crime-related problems and the terrorists and whatnot. I said, oh my goodness, you know, uh, why am I actually got into this particular project? You know, I should actually, uh, you know, be be away from all these things. And I remember. Sivanandan sir was such a sweet person. He actually guided me to the process and saying that the human side of the police is also equally important. So in the first uh, page itself, I have written that, you know, don't look at policemen as a very you know, negative part of our society. Actually, the policemen handle the negative part of the society. So policemen are not the negative part of the society. Policemen handle the negative part of the society. And we should be thankful for them. They are working day and night for our security, for our protection. You know, friends, it pains me sometimes, especially with the coronavirus problem happening around. You know, the policemen have to go back to their families every day. They can't, you know, come closer. There's a danger of them being exposed. The family members also are very afraid, frightened of them. But 24 by 7, they're working for us. They're also human beings like us. They're also fighting for us. And you know, when during the coronavirus, the policeman is telling us, please be in your house, please be in your house, please follow them. Because at the end of it, they, they, they are not actually, you know, doing something that is wrong for us. They are there for law and order. They are there to keep us happy. And let me tell you this, the most difficult thing 
for them and probably very easy for us to sit at home. So please sit at home, stay home, stay safe. So friends, uh, now let me talk about the theory and the practical part of it. So as I told you, the seven secrets of leadership actually is the seven things that Chanakya spoke about leadership. What is it? In the book of Arthashastra, Chanakya actually is training his students, like Chandragupta Maurya, he has students like uh, this other who, he, uh, who he, he is trying to make leaders. So while one of these discussions, he gives a model and that model is called the Saptanga model. Saptanga, seven parts of a kingdom. What are they? Swami, Amatya, Janapada, Durga, Kosha, Danda and Mitra. Okay. Swami, Amatya, Janapada, Durga, Kosha, Danda, Mitra, Iti, Prakriteya. Iti means these together. Prakriti. Prakriti is called the elements. You know, so the seven constituents or elements that come together and make a great kingdom. So this is leadership. So we can apply this particular model, the Chanakya seven secrets to any sphere of life, including your personal life. And you can actually apply it in your business. You can apply it in your offices. You can apply it in your college. You can also apply this in organizing a birthday party. You'll be surprised. And a college event. And also you can use it to guide others. That's exactly what I do. We have created a Chanakya model and helping a lot of people to build their organizations and their businesses through this Saptanga model. I've explained to you the Sanskrit one, but let me now give you an English translation. So when Chanakya is teaching his students to be great kings, so one of the students would generally typically ask, okay, Guruji, I'm going to be a king. I'm going to be a leader. That's fine. But what am I supposed to do? He says, okay, you're supposed to lead a kingdom properly. So a great leader is the one who leads the organization properly. So some of you will very soon start your own startups. Correct? So you know, you'll be having businesses, you'll be having some ideas, some concepts. So when you actually start to do and build an organization or a startup, the first question your parents will ask you is, what are you doing? And you know, many times, 99% of the times you don't even have an answer. He says, don't worry, don't worry, don't disturb me, don't disturb me. So there's no communication. But the same confusion is there in everyone. So don't worry, not only you, but everybody who is starting new will have a confusion. What am I supposed to do and what am I doing? So when the student asks their teacher, their guru, what am I supposed to do if I'm going to be a king? He said, you have to run the kingdom efficiently. Oh, so if you do a business, make sure the business is efficient, successful and profitable. And the student would think, okay. I understand this. So if I'm going to be a king, I have to lead a kingdom. And naturally, the second question will come. What is a kingdom? If I'm going to be the king, I'm going to be the leader. What is a leader supposed to do? Manage a kingdom. But what is a kingdom? Okay. So here comes the answer. Kingdom. Seven parts. What are they? Swami, the first one, the Saptanga. Swami means a leader. And it can be Swami Ni also. So don't think it's only male gender, it's unigender. Amatya. What is the meaning of Amatya? The mantris, the advisors. No king can run the whole country all alone. He requires support system, he requires people who will work along with him, who is as intelligent and many times more intelligent than the king. In fact, it is the advisors, the ministers who can make or break a kingdom. Remember, a king cannot be complete without his advisors. Of course, the king will have a Rajaguru, like Chanakya, but he also requires Mantri. So Swami requires Amatya. Third is called Janapada. What is a Janapada? Janapada means country which consists of citizens. Citizens make a country. Imagine a country where there is a king and a minister, but no citizens, no Praja. So without Praja, you can never have a great kingdom. Swami, Amatya, Janapada, Durga. Durga is a Sanskrit word, very popular, and it means fortified city. If you go to any particular state in India, you will have forts, the palaces. 
and they are actually surrounded in a very nice manner. They are built in such a way that in the surroundings, the walls would be there, which means that without having a good fortified city, all the city would be inside the fort. The kingdom is not safe. You have seen the movie Bahubali or any of the old movies, even an English movie called Troy. You must have seen that, that the whole enemy's challenge is to get inside the fort through the breaking the big walls. But if you are not able to break the wall, that means you are safe and protected. So you have to make sure that your kingdom has very, very solid infrastructure. Swami, Amatya, Janapada, Durga, Kosha. Fifth one. Kosha means treasury. No kingdom can be successful till it has got a successful financial model. India was the richest country in the world. Remember, all the people came to us for trading, to become merchants, because we were the richest and the most economically prosperous nation in the world. We had the model. Chanakya wrote the financial model and wealth creation models in the Arthashastra. So the king should also be aware how to fill his treasury. Kosha. The sixth one is called Danda. What is the meaning of Danda? Danda means army. So every kingdom will have a strong army. And the seventh one is called an ally. Mitra. One king cannot just run and be happy with himself. He requires the partnership and the support of other kings also, which are called allies. You require friends or mitra during the good times and also the bad times. The mitra. And these seven put together, Swami Amatya Janapada Durga Kosha Danda Mitra Iti Prakritiya. Prakritiya means actually these elements put together, Prakriti is also called as nature, makes a great kingdom. Oh, the little student actually starts to understand that. Okay, understood. When I become a king, I will manage all these things. And Kanaki says, wait, 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 wait. These seven things are actually the seven secrets of leadership. If you are able to manage all the seven and everything is proper, then you are a great leader. But, 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 but what? You also require a Raj Guru along with this. So Swami is number one, but above that is a Raj Guru. Hindi mein kahavat hai, there is a saying in Hindi. Raja se bhi badkar Raj Guru hota hai. I'll repeat it. Raja se bhi badkar Raj Guru hota hai. The kingmaker is more powerful than the king. This is the Chanakya story. A lot of people always wonder why did Chanakya not become a king? And he had a simple answer. I better create more kings rather than being a king myself. So we will understand the seven things put together, the seven leadership qualities and the seven pillars make it a great kingdom but without a raj guru nothing can be successful so friends if at all you want to be successful the first thing you should choose is a mentor guide guru coach a lot of young boys and girls come to me and say i have an idea I said, okay very good you should work on your idea you'll be passionate about your idea you should make sure that the idea is successful then i have one question who is your mentor? Who is the person who will guide you? He says, I think uh, I can do it myself. He said, wait. The first thing if you want to do a startup or do anything, first make sure you have a mentor, a guide with you. Without Chanakya, Chandragupta wouldn't have made a great kingdom. So without having a guru, coach, you should not start anything. And if you have a guru and a coach right from the beginning, somebody whom you can get guidance from all the time available for you then you will be able to win any battle of life let's look back at Mahabharata so there are two parties Pandavas, Kauravas along with their allies or Mitras they're coming to fight but why did Pandavas become successful because they had one of the greatest advisors on their side Shri Krishna yes it is not who is the best warrior, but the best warrior is the one 
who also has the best guru along with him or her. So if you are a great player, choose a greater coach. I'll repeat, if you are a great player, choose a better coach so that he or she can actually make you better. What would Sachin Tendulkar be without Ramakant Atsarekar, his guru? What would Chandragupta be without the guidance of Chanakya? Remember, seven secrets is there, but the most important secret is to also have the guru along with all these seven things to guide the kingdom. So friends, Swami Amatya Janapada Durga Kosha Dandamitra Iti Prakritaya. Seven things put together the king, the minister, the citizens, uh, Swami Amatya Durga, the fortified city, treasury, very, very full treasury, very strong army, and good friends all put together makes a great kingdom. And if you have this, you are a great leader yourself. So these are the seven secrets of leadership. Now we are going to look at the application part of it. Okay, very, very important. So don't think it's a model of the old days. Can you look at it saying that can we apply this in the modern day India? Of course you can. Let us look at how. The first thing, in modern day India, of course we are not having the monarchy model anymore. It's a democratic setup. And we have the president as the first citizen, the supreme commander of the armed forces. So that's one model. But you also have a parallel model in our country where we adapted that the prime minister is also head and we are the president. So let us look at the prime minister for the time being. The prime minister, if you consider him as a Swami or her as a Swami, then he'll have a cabinet. Like the, the president will have his governors in each state. So the same as Swami, the prime minister will have his cabinet. And some of his members would also be there in the different states as chief ministers. So we have a prime minister, we have the cabinet minister, Swami Amatya Janapada. And then he, along with his ministry, is supposed to take care of 130 crore people. So that's his praja. That's where he has got elected from. Swami Amatya Janapada. So India as a country has got 130 crore population. Durga infrastructure. The whole land of India, the physical and now the digital infrastructure, Tokridi, Kapra, Makan, Bijli, Sadak, Pani, everything is there. And today we require even internet. So as a nation, our roads are getting built, our seaports are getting built, we got fantastic airports and we still have to develop. The metros are coming up. That's the infrastructure of our country and a huge money is being spent on infrastructural development. Swami Amatya Janapada Dutta Kosha. Aha! That's very important, right? Because Arthashastra is about managing kosher, managing the treasury. So we have the finance ministry and everybody collecting the GST for us, the taxes for us. But what they collect also has to be equally spent back to the citizens for welfare measures, for development measures, etc. So the finance management is where the kosher comes in. Danda, the army. We have a great army, navy, air force, paramilitary forces. A lot of young boys and girls also join the NCC, the SCC, the NSS. They're all part of the India's armed forces directly or indirectly. And let me tell you, friends, you know, it is not just about fighting the external enemy. It's also fighting internal challenges. You know, the police is supposed to be the first danda or the army. Whenever there is a problem, you know, the police would come. And if it is not being able to solve, the army gets in, the Navy gets in, the Air Force gets in, the paramilitary force gets in. So that's our very strong pillar of a country which is the army and Mitra for India we've been very fortunate that today our foreign policy has changed you know our Prime Minister Modiji has been going around getting friends to the country who are leaders in their country and going to those and it makes a lot of sense to have a lot of good foreign policy international relationship so all these seven pillars if they are right in place India is also progressing can we apply that into business so if you're into business let's look at a small company a big company. A Swami would be like a chairman of the company. Amatya would be the manager, you know. So there are a lot of uh, managers who manage these uh, head of departments, etc. Swami Amatya, Janapada, the clients. So you know, business customers or clients. And we have the Durga. So if you are into manufacturing unit, you require factory. If you are into an IT company, you still require a laptop and a Wi-Fi, whatever. And then we have Kosho. Business should be financially successful. It's very, very, very important that financials make a business successful. And we have the army, the workers, the workforce, and Mitra, 
the vendors, the suppliers, the consultants. So in a company, if all the seven pillars, the secrets are there and they are proper, great. And the last example that we will try and state is can we apply the Saptanga model into a college or an education institution or a school? Of course you can. For example, the Swami or the Swamini would be the principal. Can the principal run the whole institution all alone? No. So what you require is an Amatya or teachers. You know, so Amatyas are the teachers in a school or a college. Janapada, the students, please think and participate. You know, it's not about one way. You can also apply this model. So Swami is the principal, Amatya is a teacher, students are the Janapada, Durga is the infrastructure, today physical and digital, the classrooms, the benches, the screens, the projectors, Kosha, the finances, sometimes it is government grants, sometimes you will have to pay the fees, whatever will be the structure, finances. Then Danda, the support system, the, the accountants in the office, the people who clean up the place, make it very important, look tidy, neat. And Mitra, the teachers and the professors from other schools and colleges also come. There are principal associations. So friends, all these things put together make a great school. So think about this, friends. Can you apply this particular model to even organize a birthday party? Birthday party, Saptanga model. Of course, we have tried this and you can also try this. In the Saptanga model, we find that, let us say, you are organizing a birthday party of, let's say, your grandfather. Okay, And the grandfather is turning 80 years old. And in India, 80 years is a very important year. And let's say everybody is going to get. The question is that, who is going to be the chief organizer? Who is going to take the initiative? So one of them, the first one, if you look at the first secret of leadership, is to appoint a leader. I'll repeat it. The first secret of leader in an organization is to appoint a leader. So let's say you become the leader. They say, okay, you got the idea to organize Dada's or grandfather's birthday. So you take the leadership. Okay. Can you do it alone? No. You should take some cousins along with you. So they become your Amartya. Swami Amartya. Janapada. Who are the people who are going to attend the birthday party? Okay. They will be the people who will be calling. They will be part of the celebrations. That will be Janapada. Durga. Question is, when? And where we are going to hold the birthday party, it can be at a house, or you can hold a hall, or you can do it somewhere else. Or it could be like a destination birthday party also. So the thing, and wherever you go, there, is, uh, there has to be arrangements of food, stay, travel, everything. You know? So Durga has to be complete. Kosha, very important. There's going to be financial expenses to manage the whole birthday party for the gifts that you're going to give. Durga, Kosha, Danda. See, everybody cannot be a leader. There has to be some people who will do running around also. You know, you have to involve the little cousins and tell your uncles, aunties, saying that, you know, please help them. So even though you're a leader, the people will be running around for you. Huh? So you require the danda and mitra, the caterers, the people who will prepare the food, the people who will be helping you in organizing. Maybe, you know, you'll have an event manager or you'll be calling a magician to do some show or maybe a technical guy who will make sure, you know, there is lights, fans, everything in place. You think about it. You have all the seven, and even if one of them is missing, it will go to be a flop birthday party. You do everything, and finally, nobody turns up. You know, the Janapada is only not there. Or everybody comes, but nobody thought about food. So, no food arrangements because the caterer told, I'm not going to come. So, that Mitra, that vendor, is no there. As a leader, your role is to keep all the seven things together. So, that's what we call the Saptanga model applied directly into modern day scenarios. Okay, friends, uh, this is very easy to understand theoretically, but this is very important to work practically. So in this particular book, which is Chanakya Seven Sikha of Leadership, as I explained to you the theory, okay, let me take an example of D. Sivanandan, how he did this particular model. He, of course, did not look at it as a Chanakya model. He did this as a police model, but I could look at the Saptanga. In that, so this we have explained in this particular book. And it is said that D. Sivananda himself was a Swami, but he required Amatyas and all. You know, so what Amatyas, the number two people, the police officers of his team, he actually created a force and they went around and, you know, uh, actually did so many. Uh, there were a lot of people getting killed in Bombay. Then we had a counter attack. More than 300 people neutralized, element, uh, eliminated criminals. It was executed through the, the plan, the strategy was through the officers at number two. So D. Sivananda was there at number one as a Swami. Amatyas were there, Janapada is citizens of Mumbai or Maharashtra has to be safe. 
Chanakya says, Praja Sukhe Sukham Raktya Prajanam Chahite Etam. The people should be happy and safe. That is the prime responsibility of a king. Swami Amate Janapada. Durga. You know, policemen also require infrastructure. They require support. They require weapons. They also require law and order. When I say law, you have to create laws. This one then actually created the MOCA law. MCOCA, which is a very, very decorial law where the criminals cannot escape. And if they are caught, hmm, only God can save them. So we have the number five that he used to make the infrastructure. Oh, sure. Uh -huh. Every leader, irrespective of whether he's in business or no, should develop something called as a financial acumen. What is the meaning of a financial acumen? The ability to draw a plan, budgeting, and present it and actually get people to buy in those ideas and invest money. That's called financial acumen. So DC Vanandan Zor actually had to create wealth. And all of you know that police as a department is not a revenue to the state. It's an expense to the state. But you have to go back to the home minister, to the chief minister, maybe your prime minister and say, sir, this is something that I require for my people, right, from the salaries and all. But given the situation that, that he was in very bad situation, Bombay was completely driven by the underworld. He said, okay, let's get it. So he got the weapons, he got the strategy, he got the funding, and he created the infrastructure. He, in fact, also created a lot of uh, humanitarian activities for the policemen. He made the police schools, gymnasiums for them, cyber uh, uh, cells of the police department, a lot of funds he managed, and he could actually gather from CSR funds, corporate social responsibility. So, kosher, danda. He had to inspire a team. You know, there are lots of people ready to die. The policeman is also a soldier. But if he is not inspired, we look at it as a job. The prime responsibility of a leader is to make sure your people are inspired and ready to die for you. So DC Vanandar inspired the whole team and said, don't worry, you go ahead, I am with you. And finally, Mitra. You cannot have friends only in the police department. So if you remember, I told you I came to know Sivanandar sir through Dr. Natarajan. He was not a policeman, he was a doctor. So DC Vanandar had many mitras who helped him make a strategy. He had doctors, he had lawyers, he had so many other friends from other fraternities who came and told him, okay, what can we do for you? The policemen supported them also, but the mitras also supported them. So you see, if you want to be a leader, you need to make sure everything is right. Everything is in place. Friends, you know, it's very, very important to think that holistic way of looking at things. What is the meaning of holistic way of looking at things? Don't look at parts. So if you're a leader, don't think, oh, I'm a great leader. You have to test it saying that, have you created number two who will actually be better than you? You know, because one day you will retire and one of your amatyas will become a swami. So don't be afraid of training the number two. Then you have to think about finance management, about inspiring people, getting the infrastructure. Right. It is not good to work in an office which doesn't have AC or it doesn't have a good toilet. No, these are all basics, right? So infrastructure, which doesn't have connections. Imagine going to a place which is very shabby, which looks very depressing. It is a leader's responsibility to create great infrastructure, clean hygienic. Our prime minister says, Swachya Bharat. It is so basic, but it's so important, so necessary. And today we can see the difference. Leaders across the globe have done that. And if you're able to inspire the whole generation, that's where Mahatma Gandhi is created. That's why Sardar Vallabhai Patel is created. Subhash Chandra Bose is created. Even if you look at the strategies that Nehru did, he actually built up so many infrastructural projects. It actually got us IIMs, IITs. The dams were built. So every leader contributes in his or her way. So you also think like a leader and look at the seven pillars. Friends, you know, this is a very interesting book because apart from the theory, one of the very interesting things about this is that at the end of every chapter, so there are seven chapters, as I told you, and all this put together is the seven secrets. But what we have done is something very strange and something very interesting, which is not there in any book of mine. At the end of every chapter, you can see this clearly, there is a page which is blank. So if, suppose you read uh, Swami, then you can actually start making notes. So seven pillars and you make seven notes. And think as if you're creating your startup business or you're already a leader and you want to improve. So at the end of this particular book, when you look back, you actually have a plan. This is how Swami I should be. This is how my Amartya should be. This is how I'll do my marketing. This is what I will do about my finance. And can you believe at the end of this, you have a workbook and a textbook and you have a plan. So this is what we call a practical way of looking at channel. Okay, friends.
So this is the second book that I wrote, the Chanakya Seven Secrets of Leadership. Looking at the time, we got just 10 minutes more to go, and there have been a lot of requests for questions. We have received a lot of comments. Thank you so much for everybody to actually give a lot of comments. So you know, I can see the whole thing. I'm just putting a hi for all my Instagram friends. And of course, you know, I'm putting a hi and a comment to all the people on my Facebook also. So, you know, it's important that all of you keep sending me this. And thanks for all the replies of highs and hellos that's coming in. But our team, you know, we have a big backend team over there. We have conferences called to make this successful. So, Tushar and Melin, two of my uh, friends out of the team, Pranav and uh, Meena, Kartika, and of course, my wife, you know, if the houses, the infrastructure, the Durga is so nice for this particular program. The reason is that because everybody has contributed nicely and they collated and we are so glad that the response has been fantastic. They gave me lots of questions. I said, oh my goodness, that's a good thing. So we will try and answer as much as possible. So today we will start Keep sending your questions. Even there are personal questions, don't worry. Okay. So we'll try and find out a Chanak answer to it. So among all the questions that we have received, we collated some. I'll be answering two of them begin with today. From tomorrow onwards, we'll see how maximum we can. So one of the things is that please tell us a little bit more about Chanakya stories. Oh, so I like it. So people want more and more stories of Chanakya. Towards the end, I will tell you a story of Chanakya. But one of the things that I ask me is that how do you find a guru? Oh, that is quite interesting because today we just mentioned about it. See, there are two types of gurus. And we just say, you know, Raja Sebi Bada Raja Guru. The first thing that the Praja should do is appoint a Raja. You know, in the election also, make sure that you always select the right leaders because you're going to suffer afterwards. A good leader will be happy. A bad leader, if you select, you will only get frustrated. So, according to Mahabharata, there is something called as Praja Dharma. And I repeat it, there is something called as Praja Dharma. And the Prathama Praja Dharma or the first duty of a Praja is actually to appoint a Raja. The first duty of a Raja is to appoint his Guru or a Raja Guru. Good, right? So the question is, how do you find a Guru? Oh. And we just spoke about leadership. The question is not about finding a Guru. The question's answer lies in being a good student. Yes. So reverse it. If you are a good student, the guru will come. It is said it is nature's law that when the student is ready, repeat it, it is nature's law that when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. The teacher arrives. And if you look at spiritually or any particular subject that you want to study in this particular world, be a good student of the subject. So let me give an example. Today is Ram Naomi, right? Okay. So I'll give you about a great student, a great devotee in Ramayana, and his name is Vibhishan. Okay, so think about Vibhishan. Okay, he was a devotee of Lord Ram, but he had never seen him. Okay, he was never there because he was born in Lanka. And think about the situation in Lanka, surrounded by Rakshasas, surrounded by people. You know, they they don't even want to even discuss about Ram. And here is a person. Who is always thinking about Ram, 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 Ram. And you know what? He has no chance to actually meet Rama. And they say, even if you want to meet your Guru, sorry, your God, your Guru is required. And can you believe who came to him? Hanumanji himself. When Hanumanji went to Lanka first to check whether Sita is there or no, because the whole Vanasena goes and they find there is no Sita. Actually, it so happened. That when Ram was supposed to go, they said, you know, Jambavan, the wise counselor, the Raju Guru, he said, please go and find out. So Anumanji goes and he finds out. So Sitaji is there. But you know what? He also knows. There is a devotee of Lord Ram waiting. Four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning. Vibhishan is doing his own Japa meditation, spiritual practices. And Anumanji arrives. Look at the devotee. Even he has not met. The Lord Rama, but his Duta Rama Duta Hanuman arrives at his doorstep. No chance of going out, but the teacher comes to you and for discussion. And finally, through Hanuman, he now think about your quality. Now, suppose you are mathematics, highest level of spirituality. 
of course spirituality is the most important thing the basic one but let us think about you practicing a subject like mathematics you always say that oh i require a good mathematics teacher of course you require a good mathematics teacher but the question is that are you a good student so whatever be your resources available whatever be your resources available start studying it doesn't matter whether you have found your guru or no but you start studying suppose there are books available on mathematics read them maybe you can go into the internet and surf and all those things over a period of time you will basically develop the qualities of being a student and remember a good student will learn from anybody and everybody and when you have reached the point the guru will arrive yes my dear friends the guru will arrive of course if you already have a guru you are absolutely blessed doesn't matter but if you don't have a guru please start so the question is that how do you find a guru chandragupta never went for a guru but chandragupta had the qualities of a great leader Chanakya arrived in his own village and picked him up. Hence, develop leadership qualities. And one of the great qualities of leadership is being a student, being a learner. If you are a great learner, the guru will come to you. So how do you become a great student? Is how you will actually meet. So friends, keep practicing whatever is available to you. The guru will come. The last one which I'm going to take today is about the story of Chanakya. Okay, there is one message popping out which says that you know I've read your book, Corporate Chanakya. Uh, tell us your favorite chapter. Okay, so uh, uh, that shows that you know you still have to go through the particular book. Maybe you already gone through the book. I'll just address that. My favorite chapter in uh, uh, the Saptanga model, oh sorry, in the book uh, uh, Corporate Chanakya is a section what a leader is not supposed to do. You know, a lot of people tell what to do and what to do. But there are 21 things that Chanakya says a leader is not supposed to do. So actually, you can go and study. There are many chapters on this. So the whole section on what a leader should not do. I've written that in 10 chapters. Please study that because leadership is not about what to do, but leadership is also about what not to do. Like in our Indian Constitution, it talks about basic rights. But let us not forget that if you have fundamental rights, you also have fundamental duties. Don't forget your duties. Friends, uh, that's my answer to the question. I got, and you know, sometimes I feel uh, the question itself is wrong because it's asking a mother. You know, you have created so many books. Which is your favorite book? Uh, so in the same way, you know, corporate Chanakya, which is a chapter. But yes, it is different, and you can learn from it. So the chapters on what a leader should not do is what is part of the thing which I like in corporate Chanakya. Okay, so we will now try to wind up with the story of Chanakya. So many stories, and you know. So many traditional stories. When I say traditional stories, you know, there might not be historical evidences, but people have actually told them again and again. In fact, I would also suggest to you that all of you should uh, read uh, one of my books, my fourth book. We'll talk about it day after tomorrow. Katha Chanakya. So many stories of Chanakya, but uh, we'll talk about that later. But since the question has been asked, that you should tell a lot of stories. Every day I'll tell you one story. So today's story is about post Chanakya. When you say post Chanakya. What does that mean? It means that after Chanakya had achieved all his goals, like you know, Alexander was defeated, Chandragupta Maurya was made the king, and he was sitting and teaching in his Gurukul. So when I say post Chanakya, not after Chanakya was dead, after Chanakya's job was complete, he was sitting in his Gurukul, and the word spread across the globe. Okay, and it was said that everybody wanted to come and see India. How we go to you know many countries outside to get educated now. You know, Indians believe that Indian education system. It's not that great. We have to go abroad. You have to go abroad and learn a lot of things from that. Indian education system is also good. So a lot of people from abroad used to come into India during those days. The Greeks came to India, and they were all looking. The students, you know, Greek students, and think that we have heard that India is a very happy country, very successful country. So Shasan, a lot of good governance. So they asked the common man. They were doing a study tour, and they checked with somebody and said, "Okay, what is the secret of India's success? You know, everybody looks happy. Everybody is okay." So in the marketplace, somebody said, "We have a great raja. Our king is very good. So if the raja is good, everything is in place." Said, okay. So let us go and meet the raja. And they went and met the Chandragupta Maurya and said, "We want to know what are your secrets of running a kingdom." And we just covered the seven secrets. He said, "I don't run the kingdom. You don't run the kingdom. Who runs the kingdom? But everybody tells you are the king. Yeah, I am the king. No doubt about it. But actually, my guru runs the kingdom. He tells me how to run the kingdom. He gives me advice." Who is your guru? 
means is that is Chanakya. So all these students go to Chanakya. He is far away from the main city in a small uh, area, is Gurukul, almost in a forest, and he's teaching students. So these Greek students come and say, Oh, teacher of the Raja, tell me how do you run the kingdom? He says, No, no, I don't run the kingdom. Greek students are confused, they don't understand. People say Raja runs the kingdom, Raja says, you know, Guru runs the kingdom, the Guru says, I don't run the kingdom. So a lot of confusion. So who runs the kingdom? You know what chant is? Dharma runs the kingdom. Dharma. Dharma rakshati rakshitaha. If you follow the natural laws and principles, the laws will protect you. There is something called as Raja Dharma. There is something called as Praja Dharma. There is something called as a Sishya Dharma. There is something called as also Sikshak Dharma or Acharya Dharma. If everybody follows his duty, then it will be a successful kingdom and a happy kingdom. And so my role is to tell the Raja what is his Raja Dharma. And the Dharma runs the kingdom. Friends, this is where the great teachers are. They don't think that they are in the power game or saying, I want to be powerful. No, no, no. But they tell their students to sit on the chair and govern completely. With this, friends, I want to tell you that we have a wealth of knowledge. Don't look at Ramayana just as a book. Ramayana for me is also a leadership book. It's a wisdom of our knowledge. If you're not yet seeing it today, we will be seeing it, you know, just uh, go on to Doordarshan. In the next episode, Rama is going to advise Bharata how to run a kingdom. That's all the management techniques. Yes, but it's not come back. And Bharata tells you, you know, come, come and uh, uh, sit on the chair on the throne. He said, no. But the guidance he gives how to run a kingdom is also there. Finally, I would like to wind up by telling this the Saptanga model perfected by Chanakya is actually available in the Mahabharata. Bhishmacharya taught this in Yudhishthira. The Saptanga model, even though perfected by Chanakya, has been created from our ages from the Vedic culture. Study it. Today, we just spoke about the second book, Chanakya's Secrets of Leadership. Tomorrow, my dear friends, okay, tomorrow we are going to see my third book, Chanakya in You. So that's my third book. It's already very popular among the college kids, among grandparents, grandchildren. It's a very different book. Do research on the book before you come tomorrow so that you'll have some idea about the book. But before I request all of you that we've been trying to send you some feedback forms. Please do write to us. We'll be posting it. Please send your emails so that we can keep you updated about what the programs that we're doing. In fact, we not only teach online, we teach offline. We also take study tools. So if you want to be part of any particular leadership tour on the go, we are going to organize it for all of you. Until tomorrow, keep looking at the seven secrets of leadership. Think about it, make a plan. And tomorrow we'll be back again with the third book of the series, Chanakya in You. Thank you, friends, for sticking till the end of this particular podcast. I hope you enjoyed and learned a lot. And I look forward to see you on my next podcast soon.